Welcome to Habitual Excellence, presented by Value Capture. This podcast in our firm is all about helping you and your organization achieve habitual excellence via one unifying focus, one value-based structure, and one performance system. In other words, it's about helping you capture dramatically more value through achieving perfect care and perfect safety for patients and staff. To learn more about Value Capture and our services, visit www.valuecapturellc.com. Hi, it's Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 78 of Habitual Excellence. Today's a little bit different. We are sharing audio recorded earlier, a LinkedIn Live that I did with Deandra Wardell, talking about a blog series that's ongoing right now through May 15th and a panel discussion webinar that we're going to be holding on Tuesday, May 16th. So for links and more information about those, you can look in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening. Hello. Hello, all of our friends in the social media space, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere where people may be watching this live stream. My name is Deandra Wardell, and I am here with Mark Graben. Hello, Mark. Hey, Deandra. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hi. So Mark and I are here today to give you a preview and share with you some information about the current Root Cause Racism and Value Capture blog series that's running this week. Mm -hmm. And if you have not had an opportunity to preview the blogs, you can scan the QR code that's here, or you can go to either one of our social media channels to get connected. Yes, get like that, that device right. out and, and scan it. Or you can go to Value Capture, Value Capture's website. And so we're really excited about this blog series, getting to zero harm for patients and staff. Um, through leveraging and combining diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility, and psychological safety concepts. But before we go more into that, I want to turn it over to you, Mark, and, and talk more about this amazing collaboration between the Root Cause Racism team and the Value Capture team. Yeah, I want to give a, a thanks, a big thanks to everybody at Value Capture in particular from the leadership team, um, including but not not only um, Ken Siegel, the CEO of Value Capture, Bill Boyd, the chief operating officer of Value Capture. They, they really helped spark the idea for this series to invite Deandra in to collaborate. So I want to thank them for um, not just sparking it, but sponsoring it and for, for participating. Um, you know, Ken is the um, author of what will be the sixth and final post in the series of Deandra. Her post was published yesterday. I published a post today, and we're going to talk about um, those topics and the others who are participating. Um, but I want to both thank the Value Capture team and on behalf of Value Capture, thank you, Deandra, for working together on this. Thank you, Mark. And if I can piggyback on your thank yous, I too want to thank the Value Capture team. Uh, the Value Capture team 
they've always been very supportive of the previous Root Cause Racism blog series and webinar. So it's really exciting that we have this opportunity to collaborate and talk about a topic that is so, so, so very important within healthcare. And of course, that staff and patient safety. Um, so to, again, to everyone who's joined us, we have Mark, we have people who have, are joining from all over the world, from Kenya, Nepal, Tanzania. Uh, I see some former Root Cause Racism blog authors that are also on. So hello to Sam Morgan. Mm-hmm. So to everyone who's joined us, thank you for being with us today. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Yes, welcome. So, you know, Mark, with this blog series I think one of the things that's really interesting, and I I think back to when we had our initial brainstorming discussions, and we were talking about, you know, of course, we knew we wanted to focus on healthcare, Mm -hmm. but what aspect of healthcare we wanted to talk about? And there were a number of iterations that we went through to land on this series. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'll, I, I want to to get your input on this as well because typically when we go when we start a blog series, it starts out with something that has motivated us, mm-hmm. um, something that's in the news or something we're experiencing with clients or even our own um, personal experiences and relationships. Mm-hmm. And so there were a number of topics that we wanted to discuss, and um, you know you're very um, you know very well versed and experienced with psychological safety concepts. Mm-hmm. We've done, have, a, have had a number of conversations about that. Mm-hmm. And then of course the work in operation and operationalizing and advancing diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. So right. I'd like to hear your input mm-hmm. and um, you know, just you to sh- for you to share from your perspective, yeah. how it is that we arrived at this theme. Yeah. Well, you know, there's this intersection of goals and themes and practices, you know, action that people are taking and we encourage others to take. You know, there's this overlap in the interests, longstanding interests of, of, of mine and of value captures around um, patient safety, mm-hmm. employee safety in healthcare. Like these, these go hand in hand, recognizing uh, lean practices, continuous improvement practices, leading to a management system and a culture that's not just focused on goals of uh, eliminating harm to patients and staff. Um, we, we realize that psychological safety or the lack thereof is a contributor or a detractor to the progress. If, if people don't feel, and this is the part of the theme of my blog post today, if people don't feel safe to speak up, about risks to themselves, their colleagues, their patients, if they don't feel safe to speak up, if they fear punishment or marginalization on any level, they will censor themselves. They will keep quiet. And that's not a failure on their part, a lack of courage or a lack of character. It's about culture. And that's one thing that we really try to focus on. Now, when we think of patient safety and staff safety, we might often think about physical harm, but we can also then, it's not very far of, of, of a reach to extend that thinking into um, other types of harm, um, discrimination, mistreatment, 
inequities. Mm -hmm. And and these are measurable inequities in um, patient outcomes, measurable inequities in um, staff harm, injuries, incidents. And so there's this connection between psychological safety, leaders doing the things that that help people feel safe to speak up. And we're, we're big fans of Tim Clark's framework, the four stages of psychological safety mm-hmm. that begins with stage one of what he calls inclusion safety. Yes. That if people do not have this foundation of feeling not just included, but accepted, like being accepted for who you are. And if you don't feel respected, it's going to be hard to move up into these, if you will, higher stages of psychological safety, the ability to point out problems, to admit mistakes, to point out opportunities for improvement, to challenge the status quo. And that fourth stage, that most powerful stage of psychological safety, there, there are overlaps here, right? When we talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility, that's part of the pathway. And there's overlap then into psychological safety of uh, re- reducing inequities and harm in, 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 in different ways. Um, so I, I think that that that's that's part of the I think the connection where this is all interrelated. This is not just a collection of different phrases and buzzwords. It's all very interconnected. So it's been interesting to try to explore that. Absolutely, and just as you said, that connection and intersection between psychological safety and advancing diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility mm-hmm. is. It's it's common sense um, because you you oftentimes hear these expressions in the workplace of bring your whole self to work, mm-hmm. and we have declared this a psychological we uh, say you know this is a safe yeah. space. Yeah, just yeah. saying that does not make it happen. Correct. You have to be intentional, and so people from historically ignored communities, um, you know, deal with a number of experiences that make us feel excluded. Mm -hmm. And so unless we as leaders are very intentional about diversity, um, looking at who is a part of our organizations, who's a part of the decision-making process, and, you know, where is that diversity in terms of representation from different demographics? Mm -hmm. And then looking at equity, you know, I talk about in my blog, healthcare inequities, Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are six categories and and we'll be talking about this throughout the series as well as during the closing webinar. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with these inequities that exist, well, we have to look at what can we do to close and adjust where, you know, people do not have the same opportunities, the same resources to thrive. And this exists for both staff and patients. And then it's so very important that people know that they belong. Mm-hmm. Um, as patients coming into a, a healthcare facility or a hospital, what have you, they have to know that they belong. And it's not just simply by saying, hi, you're welcome. But what are the practices look like from the time a person is admitted till the time they're discharged to ensure that they have that sense of belonging that they're and that they will receive the best care possible. And then also the accessibility piece. Um, you know, people have varying accessibility needs. Some are visible 
and some are not. Mm -hmm. And are we being intentional about ensuring that members of those groups know that they belong? And not only that, can contribute to the process and raise their hand and speak up when, you know, they see something that's not necessarily going the way that it should. I know in manufacturing, we we had a saying often, see something, say something. Mm -hmm. But if you see something, if you don't feel safe to say mm -hmm. something, you're not going to do it. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, this this series. I'm very excited about it, and not only that, we have some amazing blog authors yes. that are participating in this series. And right now, I am sharing the QR code to the closing webinar for the blog series that will take place next Tuesday mm -hmm. at 1 p.m. Eastern, and. We, I'm very excited by the fact that all of the blog panelists will be in attendance and participating in this webinar. So we hope that you will register. And in the event that you're unable to attend, still register because you'll have access to the live recording. Yeah. So with that, I, I do want to talk more about um, our blog authors. So uh, the blog series kicked off. I, I had my opening blog yesterday, Envisioning systematically safe spaces. And that's where I came from my expertise in sharing the importance of strategic planning and how leaders cast that vision. They give the direction as it relates to what it is we will intentionally do to revisit structures and systems to develop these safe spaces. And then Mark, your blog is today. Mm -hmm was released today. Yep. And um, the title of your blog, Organizations Cannot Solve Problems Unless Leaders Admit Them and Help Others Feel Safe Speaking Up. So if you have not, for those who are watching this live stream, if you have not had a chance to read those blogs, we encourage you to do so because our two blogs are considering, consider the opening blogs. Mm -hmm that kicks yeah. off and introduces the next ones. Yeah. And so then uh, the blog that's scheduled for tomorrow is coming from one of your value capture colleagues, Gerald mm -hmm. Harris. Yes. And uh, Gerald is a vice president of advisory services at value capture. He has over 25 years of leadership experience and, and a lot of experience, quite a, um, you know, quite a, a, a huge amount of experience in terms of doing transformations and specifically in the healthcare spaces. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Mark, what are you most looking forward to about Gerald's blog being shared? Well, um, Gerald, well, and first off, I was, I was going to invite people, um, you know, if they come and read the blog posts, the ones that are already published and the ones that uh, are to come, um, there's opportunity to leave comments on the blog post, um, which so we want to hear other people's thoughts and Mm -hmm. perspectives and experiences. But um, I'm excited about Gerald's piece because he's helping connect dots more specifically to um, some lean language and mindsets that come from uh, Toyota. Um, Gerald and I both originally started in um, the auto industry. Um, so then there's that question of, do we feel accepted mm -hmm. <laughs> and included and respected in, in healthcare environments? And thankfully, uh, in many environments, um, we, we are welcome in to, to, to help um, leaders challenge things and, and, and start by recognizing problems so then we can go through problem solving and improvement. So Gerald's connecting dots between some of the psychological safety language and mm -hmm. what Toyota would call respect for people, the Shingo Institute, 
um, sort of has their uh, declarative, directive way of saying um, respect every individual and, and those connections. And, and what does it really mean you know, to, to deeply respect and engage people um, in working toward these, these really important goals. I mean, you know, I, I would add, um, you know, this is not paraphrasing from Gerald's post, but there's, there's this interconnected view where because we respect staff, providers, clinicians, patients, because we respect them, we want to protect them. Mm-hmm. We want them to have the best outcomes. We want them to be in a safe environment. But then by engaging everybody in the process of improving, we get more improvement than if a handful of experts were, you know, a handful of leaders were just sort of to try to, um, you know, force certain changes into place, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, there, there's the two, two pieces of um, being inspired to improve because we respect people and then engaging them because we respect their contribution to, to understanding and improving the situation. Mm-hmm. And, and that, a theme that definitely stands out in Gerald's blog is the whole respect for people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which ties, you know, back to the fundamental and, you know, foundational tenets of lean is demonstrating respect for people. Because again, if, if we're, we're showing that respect, we're encouraging people to be engaged, um, to gain their input. Um, that's how we continuously improve processes. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I just think his, bro- his blog is brilliant, as yeah. they all are. Yeah. And, um, you know, along the lines, that, you know, the next blog that follows will come from um, Dr. Alan Wickler. Mm-hmm. And he is a clinical psychologist, has, oh, my goodness, like, I think almost 30 years of experience in healthcare quality, safety. Um, he has also been a clinical instructor of psychology at NYU. And I had the opportunity, and I, I thank you for one for introducing us. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to have a conversation with him last Friday. We had planned to talk for just five or 10 minutes. That call <laughs> turned into a 90 minute call. Yeah. And uh, with his blog, what Alan will be talking about is improvement improving patient and staff safety with DEI and psychological safety. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, you know, really working towards healthcare quality and improving safety is, um, you know, one of Alan's many areas of expertise. And he shares so much great information, especially from his vantage point of working in a hospital and gives some really good information some guidance, some tips and calls to action um, that are going to be just phenomenal, just yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's great to have Alan participating. And, you know, I, I got to I, I met Alan through LinkedIn, you know, okay. commenting and seeing what he posted and we got connected. And then we've had many long conversations here over the, the past couple of months talking about psychological safety and continuous improvement from from his experience, most recently working in uh, the Veterans Administration health mm-hmm. um, setting. And, um, you know, he, now he's retired from that, but now doing work to help other organizations. So he has a lot of great um, knowledge and experience and lessons learned and mm-hmm. really happy to have him be part of the series. 
Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled and and like I said I'm I'm excited that all of the blog authors will be participating in the webinar on the 16th, which is next Tuesday, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So again, it, for those who are watching, if you have not yet had a chance to register for the webinar, we encourage you to do that. You can scan the QR code that's on the screen. Also, in all of the blogs that will be posted or have been posted, there's information on how to register for the webinar. And of course, on all of our social media channels, Value Capture, Mark Graben and DeAndre Wardell on all of our channels. We have the information in terms of how to register for the webinar. Yeah, so so do. then the, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. No, it's just saying, please do, please do. Yes, please yeah. do, please do. Both Mark and I said, please. So yeah. you absolutely must register. So then the next blog author, I'm so excited um, that Debbie Bernard Sears will be joining us because she was a part of the very first Root Cause Racism blog series. And Debbie has, um, you know, as we look at, you know, closing inequities in healthcare, that is something that is the core and center with a lot of the work that Debbie does. Um, Debbie is, you know, she has a number of certifications. Um, she's a, a professional coach, works within healthcare. Um, she has an HR background. She has a nursing background. And she has such a unique perspective from a global standpoint. Debbie is based in Dubai. And, and so it's always interesting to hear her feedback, her position, her recommendations and calls to action from that global viewpoint. So, you know, oftentimes when we when we're discussing things, we're looking at what's happening within the United States and North America. But another part of the interconnectedness is that we're interconnected globally. Mm -hmm. And so Debbie's blog is titled Beyond Yes, But Leadership, mm -hmm. 10 Steps to Achieve Zero Harm. So I, you know, that her blog will um, be shared on Friday. So you do not want to miss that. Yep. And again, for all of the blogs, um, I will share the QR code. If you have, if you need to catch up or you're following the blogs every day, this link, this QR code will take you directly to where the blogs are published, and of course, on the social media channels for Value Capture, Mark Graben, and DeAndre Wardell. You can also find that information. Okay. And yeah. so then the blog series will conclude next Monday with a blog from Ken Siegel, CEO of Value Capture. And uh, Mark, I had a chance to, to talk with Ken as he was brainstorming about his blog. And uh, we were on the telephone. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, it's probably a good thing that we're on the phone or not in person or on Zoom. Because I was like cheering and, you know, clapping and nodding my head. Yes. And I probably would have been very distracting to him as he was sharing. <laughs> but uh, what I'm most excited about in his blog, and his blog is, of course, the closing blog, but it's titled mm -hmm. Closing Gaps Within and Without, A Leader's Reflection on Assumption, Fear, and Taking Action Habitually. And within his blog, 
he will be sharing some personal reflections from his vantage point as a CEO and, um, you know, sharing some personal stories. And it's, it's just mm-hmm. a powerful, powerful, powerful blog. Yeah, it's very um, self-reflective on, on his part um, as a leader, as the CEO of Value Capture. Um, you know, I think he's modeling behavior we would want to see um, with other, other leaders of, of recognizing a problem as a problem, identifying yeah. gaps. And instead of making excuses, and in Ken's piece, it's really powerful how he shares some personal examples of walking through this progression mm-hmm. of, you know, taking ownership driving the need to take action. You know, I think that's really powerful. And, you know, I, I think there's there's this opportunity, you know, I think part of the overlap in these topics, just to speak a little bit more broadly about value sure. capture and not steal the thunder from um, Ken's blog post, is, you know, value capture works with healthcare clients who are interested in not only closing gaps in patient safety and staff safety. I might think, again, physical safety, mm-hmm. but organizations that are very intentionally looking to close uh, inequities, to close the gaps in um, uh, safety measures and, um, you know, uh, patient outcomes, right? Like back to, you know, to me, this is good lean problem solving. You have mm-hmm. to identify, you have to acknowledge the problem, measure and identify the gap think about causes and, and investigate causes and then take that into action yeah. instead of, you know, throwing your hands up, whether it's about infections, hospital acquired infections or other issues, instead of throwing up your hands and say, well, it's, it's bad, but what can we do about it? That's the question. <laughs> what can we do about it? Let's go try some things. Let's do something about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I appreciate that example that Ken is setting. I do too. I do too. And, and, and you touched on something that really describes this work, the work of the blog series and the webinar. And it's another reason I'm very, very excited and grateful and thankful that Root Cause Racism is having this opportunity to collaborate with an organization like Value Capture, who is committed to closing those gaps and who is committed to ensuring that there are psychologically safe and physically safe spaces. Um, You know, one of the quotes that Value Capture has on its website on the page about information on psychological safety, and I included it in my blog post, um, the quote reads, perfect safety for everyone in healthcare, patients, staff, visitors, and contractors is a fundamental right. Mm -hmm. It's a right. And so with that, when there are problems, when we say, what can we do? We really need to explore what it is that we can do to close those gaps Mm -hmm. and especially close those gaps of inequity and close those gaps where people are at risk of being harmed. And that's where the continuous improvement piece comes into play in terms of, you know, identifying what the opportunity and waiting is mm-hmm. and then not getting so overwhelmed by, oh, my goodness, I have to solve everything in a day. Right. What is the first objective? What is it that we want to accomplish to impact change and then continuously working to close those gaps? So I'm, you know, again, very excited. I've, I've left the QR code up for the webinar. During the webinar, we'll go more into detail with those calls to action and those steps that, um, that we can take 
as as those people who are caregivers, um, those who are patients, those who work in the healthcare space, those who are leaders in the healthcare space, what it is we can do to close these gaps. And one of the takeaways from the webinar, we will actually, and this is typical of the Root Cause Racism series, there will be a call to actions document that you'll be able to download and immediately start to do the work within your own spaces and your own circles of influence to impact change. So, yeah. yeah. So um, looking forward to people joining us and having all of the authors to be part of that discussion on the 16th. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Okay. So to all of you there in the virtual spaces who have joined us from all over the world, Mark, we've had people join us from Poland and everywhere. So we thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we look forward to getting to know you and to hearing your suggestions and answering your questions and, and hearing your comments and feedback about what's being shared in the blogs. Uh, feel free to share our blog posts. Uh, you can share them from our social media channels or you can share them directly from the Value Capture website. And we strongly encourage you to register for the webinar. And again, if it's the case that you're not able to attend, still register so that you'll have access to the live recording. Or if you can only attend the first 15 minutes or the last 10 minutes, we'll be happy to see you there. Yeah. And so, you know, as my closing comments are, again, thank you to Value Capture. Mark, thank you. It is always a joy. It's an honor and it's a treat to collaborate with you. I have so much respect for all of the work that you do in all of the spaces um, to encourage and educate and bring awareness the, to the importance of, you know, not just saying, oh, this is a safe space, but be intentional about cultivating those spaces. So what a treat it is to work with you again. Well, likewise, thank you, DeAndre, for your leadership, not just in this series, but previous series. I'm going to give a shout out. We don't have a QR code, but um, DeAndre's uh, website, rootcauseracism.com uh, is a place where you can find previous series and, you know, um, thought provoking and challenging and insightful um, posts. So uh, we have somebody here ask, where can I get the information? Um, there's the QR code about registering for the webinar, or if you go to valuecapturellc.com slash blog, you can find um, so far the two blog posts that have been uh, released so far, Deandra's yesterday and mine today. And then at the bottom of each of those posts is a link um, to the webinar registration page. But yeah, Deandra, thank you for, for collaborating. Thank you for pulling together um, a group of um, really um, unique, wide-ranging um, set of skills and backgrounds. Um, thank you for um, helping bring this together. Thank you for bringing it to be. It's okay. been great. Thank you. And so again, to everyone who took time out to join us today, we are so grateful that you are here. We do see your comments. Uh, we will be responding to them. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And again, to follow the blogs that are being posted, you can get your mobile device out, yes. scan the QR code. If it's the case that you are on your mobile device, Mark, what's that website again that they can go to? ValueCaptureLLC.com slash blog. Yes. And to register for the webinar, there is the QR code. 
And you can also go to the Value Capture website. Mm-hmm. And Mark, what is the link for that website? They can go valuecapturellc.com slash webinar. Yes. And at the conclusion of this live stream, all of those links will be placed in the comments so that you can click on those links and access them. Okay. And, and I should clarify, I kind of swallowed the S on, uh, it should be valuecapturellc.com slash webinars, plural. plural. And uh, I just discovered an opportunity for continuous improvement. We will make sure that slash webinar shortly forwards to that same page. Okay. Well, the good news is, Mark, I am receiving notifications that people are scanning the QR code to register for the webinar. Uh, But again, as a, um, you know, to ensure that you have all the information you need, we'll also place those links for the blogs and for the webinar in the thread of the chat for this live stream. Okay. All righty. So happy Tuesday, everyone. Let's work together to get to zero harm for patient and staff safety. We look forward to interacting with you throughout this series and beyond um, because we it takes all of us working together to be the change that we desire to see. So take care and have a great day. Bye. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to Habitual Excellence presented by Value Capture. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and please also rate and review it in your favorite podcast directory or app. To learn more about Value Capture and how we can help your organization on this journey to habitual excellence, visit our website at www.valuecapturellc.com.